Hey everyone, welcome to Roll the Tape, presented by Dazed and Rissler. We've linked up to create this studio space uh, for the uh, next generation artists to perform, hang out, talk about their work, continuing Rizzler's long history and heritage of supporting music culture. And I'm here with UK dancehall star Alakai Harley. Born in Kingston, Alakai moved to South London, age five. She broke out in 2017 with her infectious hit, Gold and dropped her debut EP, The Red Room Intro, Yard Gal in a Britain in January of this year. She's performed Put It On You for us, which was amazing. Thank you. Welcome, Alakai. Thank you so much. Hi, Thomas. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. 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 Lovely to be here with you today. But lovely to be here with you also. So talk us through that song, which came out uh, this year. Yep. Um, what it's about and, and, and kind of its meaning and what it means to you. Um, well, it's it's saying I can't wait. I can't wait for tonight when I put this on my soon-to-be husband. <laughs> 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 That's what it's saying. It's like, you know, quite self-explanatory. But yeah, I, it's a really nice vibe. I love the, um, the blend of it. I kind of, my style kind of says a bit like, it's like raw, authentic dancehall, but kind of commercialised. But I always want to get that niche of it being perfect. And I feel like with that song, it's like a perfect blend. So I'm mm -hmm. really proud of that one. And so, yeah, your your, your EP, which, I, you know, you, you, you kind of label it as an EP. And, and I see it as 10 tracks. And I see it very, very much yep. as, uh, as an album. It's called The Red Room Intro. Yard Gal in a Britain, and I, I just kind of want to talk about that that title. Both yep. both kind of sections of that title yep. are really interesting to me. I want to talk about that. Thank you. Oh, explain. I should explain now. Explain. It. Okay, so so the breakdown. So it's the Red Room intro. Yard Gal in a Britain. If I start with the Red Room, the Red Room um, is actually it was initially it's actually a studio room mm -hmm. owned by Maloko Studios, and um, in 2018, I think we were just working in the studio and creating a vibe, and it so happened that the room was called the Red Room, mm -hmm. but we was also making the lights red, and like any like musician knows or creators in general knows that lighting and colours has so much to do with creativity. Uh, the times mm -hmm. so for me I guess red was like my zone mm -hmm. so then that's why I kind of had the idea of saying the red room for whenever I do an EP and then red's also my mom's favorite color so that's the other reason yes. and because red is such a universal color for like reality in terms of pain and the same um, color for love you know what I'm trying to say mm -hmm. and, and, and anger so it was almost like my truth it's so a passionate the red room, color passionate color so it was like the truth the red room intro and then for the second half mm -hmm. which is the yard gal in a written <laughs> is like the um, the e I wanted people to just see it and know what it was for what it was I am the yard gal in a Britain I wanted to represent where I came from where I was born which mm -hmm. was Jamaica which mm -hmm. is where the yard part comes from but also the fact that I actually came here when I was five so I, I've lived in London for many years and I'm also a Londoner, you know, mm -hmm. so I'm the Yard Girl. Amazing. I, I mean, you've got such a kind of distinct, your distinctive kind of um, dancehall influence in, in, yep. in your music. And uh, yeah, you did move to South London when you were when you were five. Yeah. But do you have any memories of kind of music in Kingston yep. and, and kind of like any, anything that kind of like lingers in in your mind from childhood? I have memories of my my uncle, my my mum's brother. He um, was a sound man, mm -hmm. so I know that he had the big old. From what I can remember, it was like these big old speakers, like like literally on stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And um, I can't remember what they were, what he was playing from, but yeah, there was a lot of music around. But to be fair, in Jamaica, there's always music. Like mm -hmm. anywhere you're going, it's like it was always music. So I guess I was always around music. But I think my earliest memory of anybody like kind of that already loved music as much as I guess I did mm -hmm. would have been my uncle. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a culture and a country just so steeped, yeah. steeped in history. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, your EP, which we, you know, which came out in in January. Obviously, it's been such a strange time, you know, to kind of be releasing music or yeah. you, you know, or all of those things because you know it's naturally different over the past twelve months. And you, yeah. you know, in, in terms of how you can kind of connect with you know fans, you, you, you obviously we've just seen you know an incredible live performer. Thank you. So you know, di how did that feel when you were kind of putting it out in that you know that that period in January? Oh, you know what. Um, I feel like because we was already in lockdown for mm -hmm. so long, it was kind of like I'd gone through the motions of, of this whole thing and it was like I could I knew I couldn't sit there and not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not hold back on the EP. Um so there was a, there was nerves at, at the first because I was thinking, oh you can't really market it, but then I kind of was like Mm, everything's on social media. Mm -hmm. Like there was nothing. The only problem was that the fact that we couldn't do performances, and obviously, you know, there was a lot of there was a few digital stuff happening. But mm -hmm. I feel like I wasn't too nervous. I wasn't too I wasn't too nervous because I was in lockdown. I was just nervous as it's a body of work coming out, but not necessarily because of lockdown. Because if anything, I saw it as a benefit. I was like, everybody's gonna be looking at their screens anyway. Mm -hmm. That's all everybody's doing on social media. So. I didn't feel too nervous on that side, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was nervous because I was like, oh my God, it's taking so long <laughs> for this EP to come, and then here it is, and they're going to like it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Oh, well, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay. It was okay. It. it was all I right. I loved it, so um, And so, yeah, it's an EP, so does that mean you're kind of working on an album at the moment? Do you know what I am? I think everything that I do create, that's what I'm moving towards. You know, mm -hmm. obviously, singles will come off and whatnot, mm -hmm. but yeah, definitely moving on to an album. Can you tell us anything about maybe the direction that might go in or, oh. or any kind of, you know, sneak exclusive, sneak peek exclusives of what it might sound like? What it might sound like? I feel like, um, mm, I'm quite, a, I don't really stick into one box, so I feel mm -hmm. like it will, it will be, you know, probably the EP 2.0, but I feel like it will be more personal. There mm -hmm. will be, so it will be quite, you know, we'll, we'll have the, because on, on the EP, I ain't got no sad songs, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like on the album, there will be, you have those kind of emotional, heart-wrenching mm -hmm. music, you know? Not not loads, but like, you know what I mean? More more in-depth. That's what I, I imagine it as and I visualise it as, you know? Mm -hmm. You want more kind of vulnerability and, and yeah, you know, I, set against the kind of party stuff that yeah, you do. Yeah, and, and, and probably make it more of like a, I don't know, like, I don't know, like a little movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know, does that make sense? It does, yeah, to <laughs> yeah. totally does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so this summer, I guess, you know, because your music to me is so like windows down, South London, summer, you know, that kind of that. that kind of vibe. That's yeah. what, you know, that's what it is. Sound is, you know, kind of South London streets, I think, yeah. you know. And so are you kind of looking forward to getting out and playing again and, you know, seeing your fans and, and, and kind of doing all that? And what have you got lined up? Definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I just can't wait. You know what? Like, it's obviously, it's, 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 I'm still grateful for the fact that obviously I can perform and people still get to watch. But there's a something, there's an energy when people are in front of you and like you see their reactions when you do stuff and they hype you. So I can't really, I can't, I basically can't wait to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a few performances. I can't remember things off the top of my head. So I'm gonna try <laughs> to do the best I can. There's no limit festival. I'm not gonna remember dates by the way. I can't remember mm -hmm. right now. That's fine. But no limits festival. Fifty first dates. Mm -hmm. Festival, um, reggae and something festival. And um, with this, I'm performing with Dizzy Rascal. So mm -hmm. I'm opening for Dizzy Rascal and the Outlook Orchestra in Crystal Palace. I can't remember the things, but there's a few. Mm -hmm. There is a few, and I'm I'm gonna do up a, put up a slide probably probably today on my my Instagram with everything on it and just kind of so everyone knows. Where let we're pe let be. the people know. Let the people know where we're gonna be. Oh, cool. You know? And so, how have you found? you know, the past kind of year creatively. I mean, I guess because it's been hard, everyone's kind of been, it's yeah. been introspective and 
and people have been inside and you, you, you know kind of uh, for a lot of it you know alone and, and how have yeah. you found again you, you know your music's so lively and uh, you know and kind of feels like communal in terms of yeah. you know people being at parties and stuff like that yeah. and as an artist how have you found it um, yeah creatively and in the studio how have I found it creatively um, when I'm in the studio I've, it's, it's been alright <laughs> to be honest mm -hmm. it's like you know when you're in there you kind of I've, I've tried to like kind of leave whatever else is going on at mm -hmm. that door and then kind of go into the studio and create um so it's it's, it's it's still kind of been the same like you know what i mean when when mm -hmm. i'm in the studio i think it's still the creative process you know and you're hopeful and you, you you know what i mean but i guess on a whole creative process it's definitely been hindered and because most of the time you know like 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 a lot of people it played a lot on your mental and just feeling you totally. weren't really feeling happy in it like yeah, yeah. so i mean when you're not feeling happy you don't really want to create so mm -hmm. i mean and I was, when I started realising that that pressure was there, I kind of was like, mm -hmm. plus the EP was already finished, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I'm not going to pressure myself, you know what I mean? And I am just was sad like everybody else, you mm -hmm. know, I just decided I'm going to let these feelings go past. But yeah, and then when I created, I created. And difficult to draw inspiration when you're just yeah, like, you're in just the like, house. <laughs> just like yeah, you know, because it was stages of Boris it. Boris Johnson like, on the news. You know, because I, I think we all went, well, I went through, the world's going to end. <laughs> so yeah. at the start, yeah, I was just like, why am I creating me the poor? Mm -hmm. No one's gonna listen for all of it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But yeah, literally, yeah. I'm, it sounds like I'm bantering because obviously this is how I express. But on a real, I just, it's like, it was, what's, what's the reason? But then, you know, you go through the motions and you're hopeful. I'm quite, you know, there's I'm light at the end of the tunnel so, now. You know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, got back into it. And so you've got live shows coming up, and, and I'm kind of interested in, you, you know, if you're superstitious at all, you know, before <laughs> you play, or you have any kind of pre-show rituals that you have to do before yeah. you walk on stage? So for me, because um, <laughs> I pre-show rituals, rituals. <laughs> okay, because I'm Christian, so I pray. So right. I always, um, before I go on stage, I always pray. Um, mm -hmm. If it's like we haven't got to do it backstage yet, you will like see like me and my tour manager, me and my tour manager and my manager, like we'll just kind of, just name pray like we'll, we'll always pray so i guess i guess that's that's it really um and we're breathing ex exercises more so recently i've not been doing much breathing exercises i need to get back to doing that mm -hmm. but yeah so yeah so i guess we pray and breathing exercises and get on the stage cool and do you have any um you know when you when you when you're playing live um anything that you kind of want from the crowd i guess you know like it really helps you get in the mood oh um before I used to do Hot Shot Harley, Hot Shot Harley, but I ain't done it in a while. But I don't know if that's because we, we haven't done any shows for no one to respond. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, that's probably why. So yeah, I think I, I go Hot Shot Harley, Hot Shot is like my other name. Okay. So I go Hot Shot and they say Harley. So I guess that gets me hyped. Well, look out for that, that this summer. It's coming, it's coming back. There you go, it's coming back because that way I know they're engaging and stuff like that. But I guess all I really need from the audience is for them to enjoy themselves. As long as they're enjoying themselves, I'm enjoying myself. As long as they're smiling, I'm smiling. I'm happy I've done my job. Cool. You know? What's on your rider? What is on my rider? Anything weird? What's on my rider is whatever my tool manager wants. That's what's on my rider. I'm not like, it's true. It's facts. Um, it's okay. Um, it changes. Well, strawberries has been the recent one, strawberries mm -hmm. and blueberries. But before, I think it was pistachio nuts. Um, it, it was Ray and Nephew, I ain't gonna lie. 
-hmm. it was like full on liquor it was rum but i'm not really into drinking recently so yeah i don't know but um yeah i think it was rum oh do you know what the main thing that was always on there red wine right okay yeah. why is that just because you like it or anything good for your throat or do you know what i think when i i don't really drink much anymore but when I did, it was like, you know, before you go on stage, get in the vibe, have a drink. Mm -hmm. um, we basically, red wine, I think it wasn't too bad on the throat mm -hmm. or something like that. So I think that's why it was like, have red wine, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that red wine was the thing. So I think, yeah. And if you could, if you could time travel back to any era and any culture in time to perform, oh, wow. when, would you, when, when would you go to? When to would you perform? do it? Oh, wow. What year was it? I don't know what year it was, but the year... Um, the year Spice was at Sting. I think that era was, was it, as much as even though it was like a rivalry, it was still like good for the, the culture, you know, and, mm -hmm. and stuff. And I feel like that era was like, you know, females are bad in it. Shoot, they were, they were bad in it. But yeah, I feel like I'd want to go back and perform at that Sting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd want to go back to that Sting in you Jamaica. Fit, you'd, yeah, you'd and perform, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go back, you know, put on a fling on instruction rush. Yeah. Do you get the chance to go back? I know obviously the last 12 months has been difficult, but do you go back to Jamaica much? Yeah, I've gone back. So the first time I actually got to go back was in 2018. So when I came here in 2002, first time I went back for the first time was 2018. And I've been back three times since, I think. Three times, four times. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lie, but three or four times. How did it feel to go back after so long? When I first went back, um, so when I first went back, I, it was crazy because it's like all the feet, it, was, it almost seemed like surreal, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because for so long, I, I, I had, I've gone through so much emotions of feeling like, would I ever get to go back? And I had so much emotional things that had happened over the years, like the passing of my father, and I never right. got to go back for the funeral for that. So it kind of seemed like me going back to Jamaica was just like this dream sort mm -hmm. of thing. Um, so when I was going back, um, it was very... Um, emotional and deep to me and also the fact that I was going back to um I was, I was going back to shoot a video so I was going back to um do work stuff and just kind of show my accomplishments as mm -hmm. well um so it was intense it was it was beautiful seeing my sister seeing my family and it but it was only when I was going back on the plane back when like I had the moment of you know what I mean sorry that, that's a cry by the way yeah so, yeah. <laughs> so, like, for the record that's a cry <laughs> But yeah, so like, yeah, I had that really emotional moment. Of course, it was like, yeah. But you know, because I, I, I was a bit homesick as well from, when I say homesick, homesick from London. Mm -hmm. Like, as in, when, like, I can't stay anywhere for too long, but in London, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. So I kind of was, yeah, I was ready. I'm ready to go back. But then when I was on the plane, I was like, no, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know. Could you ever imagine going to going to live again? I was always saying that I don't know if I could because I can't even imagine living out of London. That's how it was before. Mm -hmm. But now, yeah, I think I could. I don't live, yeah, you know what? I probably could, I probably could. Beautiful place. I mean, I've not been. Yeah, I think I could. Yeah, <laughs> I love that, I love that. Maybe you can come with me. We'll go, we'll go to Jamaica. We'll go, yeah, yeah okay. Make it big. But yeah, like, um, I, I think I could go back. I think I could go back, go back to live. Um, yeah, I think I could. Okay. I don't know if I would, but I think I could. Okay. Of course I could. It's my home. Mm -hmm. And okay, a slightly weird question. You mentioned that you're religious. Um, mm. I, do you believe in ghosts and the afterlife? Do I believe in ghosts? Okay, so my actual thought on it you're gonna wish you never asked me this question. No, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I could go I on and on and on. Yeah, please do. So, so my thought on it is, um, it changes obviously a lot of the time. My thought is, 
it went like you know if you see somebody that is like and obviously a lot of people this this might hit them i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> um if you see somebody that is that has passed um mm -hmm. and you see them as a ghost i don't believe that it's them okay that's what i believe that's that's who do you so, believe it is um i believe that it's a um it's a force pulling you to um to engage in that that pain that you're feeling so that they can take you <laughs> okay no i like what? it i like it no i want more why did i do that Get it. No. i like the voice you did as well <laughs> like your ghost voice which and so they can take you but um yeah that's 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 actually what i believe i don't know sometimes it changes no it doesn't change that's what i believe i mean i went through like a trauma of, um, of losing someone i loved so very much um, mm -hmm. 2017 my, my ex-one actually and um so i actually had that moment of um wanting him to, to see him in my dreams and all that stuff and believing that oh you know channel maybe i can see you but yeah i, I just feel, feel like if i did it would just be the fact of i'm mourning and um and evil spirits mm -hmm. want to take me okay all right good answer <laughs> um and if you weren't you know, obviously you have it you know your career as a musician now as an artist yeah if you weren't a musician what do you think you'd be doing i would have been a a secondary school teacher. Right, okay. Yeah. Is that something that you were thinking about doing before music? Yeah, yeah, when I was when I was growing up, well, that was what I thought I was gonna do, but if I probably will. Yeah, so I'll be doing but then if so if I wasn't doing anything because I think if I wasn't singing I'll be doing something musical, but if I wasn't doing anything in like musical mm -hmm. at all, yeah, I'd definitely be I'd what, be a teacher. What would you have taught? Would have because I wouldn't have taught music in it, because obviously it's still musical Yeah, yeah, you can't have um, that, that'd be cheating. Do you know what? Maybe psychology. Nice. Psychology. Right. Yeah, I like psychology stuff. Cool. Um, we're going to get into some reader questions. Um, yeah, we, we reached out on our Instagram to our readers, our audience, to kind of send some in. Yep. So I've got some on my phone right here. One of them that I know, which I like, is, and you have to answer, Kingston or South London? <laughs> I have to answer. Yeah, it's really harsh. <laughs> Isn't it? Kingston or South London? Well, I'm going to assume that you're talking about the Kingston that's in the UK. And I'm going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> you really got out of that one you, nice. Thank well you, done. thank you, thank I you. I like it. Quick on your feet. Mm -hmm. um, all right, another one. Favourite book or movie? Favourite book or movie? Is, is Snowfall class as a, as a movie? It's not. It's a series. Is what, sorry? Snowfall. I've not seen that. I'm in love with Snowfall right now. It's actually finished. It's finished. Best carnival memory? Best carnival memory, the first time I performed. The first, oh, is it though? Is it, is it though? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know what? I was going to say the first time I performed, it kind of is still small, but I've got a bit best. It would be, um, was it, it's the last carnival I would have done. The last carnival I would have done, and um, that was me and Tony Mataran and Energy Squad, and um, that was on a Red Bull stage, it was sick. It was absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, so I feel like it was, the last carnival we did before we went into, into lockdown, basically, I feel like, was the best carnival. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. I just felt like I'd done carnival twice before, or once. Yeah, twice before. So I was really charged up. I knew what to expect. I knew how to go through the crowd, how to manoeuvre. In mm -hmm. the end, it was like security. I was like, oh my God, I got security. <laughs> like, yeah. 
dope. And was it a big thing for you, carnival? Uh, you know, growing up, you know, every year. Do you know what? It was. A, it, I never actually went carnival a lot. I think I felt like I went once when I was um, younger, younger. Mm -hmm. I can't actually really remember in my brain. But my cousin says we definitely went. Um, and then I went another time when we was growing up. I was growing up more. But I was supposed to be in it, like with my costume and all sorts. But then, unfortunately, um, someone had actually stole the zebrato. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go to get the stuff and, and I didn't have that, so I actually had to wear a t-shirt. But I guess it was good, it was raining. I know mm -hmm. that, that, I feel like that's what Carnival taught me then, that nobody cares. Mm -hmm. When it's Carnival, nobody cares what happens. Mm -hmm. The show must go on. Because mm -hmm. it was like rain and it was like, and then it just became a thing where it's, you know, let's jump in muddy puddles, George. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, everyone was just in muddy, muddy puddles and it was okay. Yeah, I think some of the, I, I love Carnival when all the pubs empty out, only on the kind of perimeter of Carnival. Yeah. And so if it is raining, everyone's just kind of in there, you yeah. know, having an amazing time anyway. Oh. Um, and what would be your superpower? What would be my superpower? This is another reader question. If I had a superpower, what would my superpower be? Oh, I would, I, I would love to like, you know people that like are depressed and like they can't be happy, like they sometimes not happy and stuff? I'd love to be able to go. Just with one just touch. Yeah, and they're yeah. just filled of joy. I'd love to make people happy. A That's super it. spreader of, of happiness. Yeah, happy, like literally. And your energy's up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd love. Okay, and then probably our final question, your uh, favorite Caribbean food. My What's on the Caribbean? menu? Okay, um, my favorite, can I only pick one? Uh, no, go on, I'll let you off. Thank you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick two then. Okay, it would be prawns, like mm -hmm. probably pepper shrimp. Yeah, mm -hmm. Did I only pick two? You could, you could like, let's, let, I'll extend it. I keep changing the rules. Uh, I know. You could, I didn't set them out at the beginning, so yeah, we can. Sorry, sorry. It's my fault. We, um, can, we can do three. Yeah, we'll do three, thank you. Um, curry goat, I'd, I'd mm -hmm. definitely say curry goat. And I'm going to be a bit, because um, I feel like not everyone could cook oxtail, but a good oxtail, because I think, yeah. A good oxtail, so probably curry goat, pepper prawns, and oxtail. As well as being an amazing singer, are you a good cook? Yes! Are you? How did, did you ask or did you say it? You're <laughs> saying? Because I am. You're an amazing cook. I'm an amazing cook. Mm -hmm. I really am. Okay. That's, that's a great place. Yeah, no, <laughs> I place am. I'm an amazing cook. Yeah. Um, this has been Roll the Tape uh, with Alakai Harley, hey. uh, and I'm Thomas. Uh, this is Daisy Mizzler and Roll the Tape. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank, thank you for having you. me.